cute girl welcome to my love and truth podcast thank you for letting me be a part of your day we have a lot to talk about so stay tuned the poem of the day a good friend we need them love them trust them they're absolutely 100 dependable loyal fun to be around they accept you for who you are their action says it all they show you better than telling you they care when they pick up the phone during any time, 24-7, or be by your side in times of disappointments and despair. Patiently listening, not judging, full of empathy. Their only concern is your well-being. Walking with you in life every step of the way, bringing happiness, meaning, and purpose to it each day. If you have such friend and these words I said stand true, Value their time because you have an angel in disguise that has befriended you. You see the signs in the commercials that we are all in this together, but you look over your shoulder and notice that you're all alone. With all the craziness that's going on, how am I keeping it together? You always wonder, how do you stay sane? True friends are really hard to find. True friends, if you have them, love hard. They value your time. They know you inside and out. Through the storm and the rain, your friend is there. Through the pain, they sincerely care. Whatever you have shared with your friend, they will not tell a living soul. They will take it to their grave. That's a true friend. How many of us can honestly say that we have friends that lasted throughout the test of time? Your friend been here from before COVID till now. It's not the person that you just met at work, school, gathering, that one true friend that you can vibe with every now and then, but you're a ride or die that Bonnie and Clyde, that you have that special bond with, that is honest, loyal, open-minded, that has a free spirit, that brings purpose to your life. When you have a friend, it is the failure type of love. That is between friends that are close Closer than a brother that hold the same core values, interests, and activities. Having a good friend can be extremely rewarding, imputative, and can benefit your health, believe it or not. One reason that friends are beneficial because they add to your life. Also, as I said earlier, they bring a sense of purpose and well-being. I did a little research. I looked up a study that was documented in the U.S. National Library of Medicine. Um, that was done by Harvard University. It concluded that having a solid friendship in our lives helps us promote brain health. Friends also help us handle stress, make better lifestyle choices that keep us strong, and allow us to rebound from health issues, diseases, and more quickly than people that don't have friends. Friendships is also important to our mental health, according to this study, which serves several important functions which contribute to our well-being later in life. So I I find that kind of interesting. And as I think, I'm like, most friends are there through the good and bad. They fill that empty space when you feel alone, whether you're bored, have a sense of emptiness in your relationship, depressed, you lost someone, friends are there to pick you up and fill in that gap, whether it's wee hours in the morning, late hours in the night, a real friend is there for you to help you deal with whatever the situation you're going through. And 
a lot of times you feel 100% better than what you did when you first called them. That is a true friend when you can do that. For all who don't know, there are four levels of friendships. There is the acquaintance, casual, close, and intimate. The acquaintance is the lowest level of the friendship. They're not close to you. They could be someone that you met through a mutual friend or whom you're familiar with. You probably talk to them at work, but it's definitely someone that you don't trust, but you have to be cordial with. An acquaintance is someone you spend time with on occasion. You often see out of obligation, but it's not necessary. The conversations that you have are typically formidable but general, lacking any significant personal connection. Acquaintances are often, like I said earlier, someone you met at work, a co-worker that you have to share in polite interactions with. Sometimes you don't get along with them at all. People from school, which we haven't had school for more than over half the year, but you have school online. Or um, you met at an extracurricular activity that you greet in passing but don't keep in touch with. Or a friend of a friend that you see on occasion but don't particularly like them. The casual friendships form when you discover you have common interests with another individual. You enjoy each other's company. And on a level where you're comfortable and sharing personal conversations but do not seem to go out of your way to see each other. And... Only if it interests you, you see each other. And this could be uh, friends with benefits because a lot of people have casual sex. So this could be your that late night booty call, whatever you call it, that hookup, that chill time, Netflix and chill, whatever you want to call it. Number three is the close friendship, which is a step above the casual. You have bonded over shared interests, goals, or struggles. You put effort into making time for one another. It's not like the casual friend where you making that late night call and you kick him out wee hours in the morning. With a close friendship, you make space time. You seek advice from them. You celebrate success with them. And you often find yourself kicking back, relaxing with them, and you enjoy their time. These are the probably the friends that you probably spend the most time with and really enjoy being around. Number four is the intimate friendship. The intimate friendship is someone who generally invested in you. They invest in your health, your happiness, your success. This is the person that you spend all your time with, that you share all your achievements with that has been with you through the thick and thin, who has seen you and helped you through your lowest points in life. If you have someone to look back on, that's the person you think about. Your connection with them runs deep, deeper than anyone else. The bond is stronger than a sister and brother. You understand each other, you support one another, and you work hard to make each other better. And you can go... Even not not even long periods of time, but it can be a moment in life that y'all can separate and you guys will come right back to each other as if no time passed. Like, say, for instance, if you guys are working, you know, you have a work schedule or you have to fly across the country, you can't get in contact right away. And 
anything can happen, but you still have that strong bond where you guys are just back tight. Can't nothing get between you guys if you're angry, upset. Nothing is going to break that friendship because that friend is going to be there regardless. That's a true friend. Intimacy involves two people who can relate to each other in helpful ways. Each of them, you know, are secure to share his or her wellness with one another. Sometimes we get the casual friendships mixed up with the intimate friendship. Giving all our business to the casual friend when something goes wrong in life and you just start running your mouth and sharing it with the casual friend when you're supposed to be sharing it with your intimate friend, your intimate friend that that is there to help you. And once you tell your business to the casual friend, if it's business that you don't want to be shared with no one else, it will be spread by the time you get back to work the next day or it'd be like hot five o'clock news and everybody being your business. So you have to be careful and know the difference between your friends and your casual friends and your intimate friends. Because one thing for a fact, a casual friend will leave you high and dry. And before you know it, boom, your business is in the streets. And they throw that story like, oh, you can always call me. If you need anything, come talk to me. And then as soon as you talk to them or you're like, oh, once they get you the goods, the, the 411 about what's going on with you, they're not picking up that phone answering you. And then you realize you made a mistake. And you confided in the wrong friend, which is okay because it's a learning experience. It's something that you learn. Having friends teaches you lessons in life. There's an old saying that was taught to me when I was younger that friends are there for a reason, season, and a lifetime. The friends that are there for a reason are the ones that come into your life to help and guide you through difficult times and aid you physically, emotionally, and spiritually to some degree. They're God sent and they're there for a reason when you need them to be. Sometimes you ask God or the universe for help and without warning or wrongdoing, them friends will appear, but they will leave at an inconvenient time. They either walk away or there is something happened and things blow up and those friends are gone. Boom. They're not there no more. The seasonal friends are there basically to teach you something and you learn and you grow from them and move on. The lifetime friends are friendships or relationships that are there for a lifetime. That is that friend that been there for you through the test of time that help you through life lessons and been there for you. During your transgressions, transitions, or any difficulty that you had to go through in life. Some people, you know, come into our lives and go quickly. They stay for a while and they leave a mark on our heart that we'll never forget. And we never be the same. Due to the way that they came into our life and their actions affected us. Now that we got through with the friends that are there for a reason, season, and lifetime. We all know that there are different types of friends. However, it's a big category to go through. So I just picked a few that I have experienced in my lifetime. So if you have these type of friends, feel free to share your experience on my Facebook page. 
at MyLoveAndTruth or you can go to MyLoveAndTruth.com and it'll have a link to go there. But these are the type of friends that I have dealt with. We have the loud one. That person is the life of the party. Always loud. Always got something to say. If something pop off, guess what? She going to be there and she's going to show out. We have the fair weather friend. That's basically the friend that does the disappearing act. Y'all hella cool. Y'all have fun together and y'all hanging out. And then all of a sudden, you know, the friendship is going well. And guess what? They disappear. They ghost you and reappear. And they only do this when the friendship is beneficial to them or convenient for them. When you really need them, they're nowhere to be found. We have the frenemy, a fusion of words, friend and enemy. The term frenemy refers to a friend that a person, basically an enemy that's disguised as a friend, a wolves and sheep's clothing, clothing or a person who is both of a rival friend and a friend. So you might not be cool with them or they're your friend and they, they're your enemy friend. So they share an information between the two of you, you know what I'm saying? But they really don't like you. They just hanging around. You know, this may take from a strange bond, a love-hate relationship. This this is what they say. This is my bitch, but I can't stand her. And, you know, you can't trust them as far as you can throw them. You know, this is like an acquaintance relationship, friendship, or a casual um, friendship. Another one is the family friend. This is a friend that been a part of family since you was kids. Y'all grown up together. They was uh, probably your brother's best friend or your friend. You all grew up together. You had sleepovers together, parties. Your parents probably babysat them or your their parents babysat you, vice versa. But they're very close and you guys are still friends as adults. Another one is the friend of the opposite sex. This type of friendship is always frowned upon because a lot of people don't believe that people of the opposite sex can be friends, which is not true. Some people believe that it's hard to be friends with the opposite sex because men always think of sex and that's all they want is sex. And women only want attention and and emotional support, which is not necessarily true. I think that's kind of biased because I know friends that have been friends for many years and I have had friends, not to say that none of my friends never did like me, but I have had personal friends that I been cool with for like many years, for decades out of high school, we're still friends. Although complications may rise in such type of relationship of the opposite sex, it can be really emotionally rewarding if maintained without incident. So I believe that if you don't cross the line with the opposite sex friendship, you guys will be okay. But once that moment is crossed, then that friendship is done. Because sometimes you can't bounce back once you cross the lines. It, it seems awkward. Some people can and just move on from it. But for me, it seems awkward to be someone's friend after you didn't became intimate with them after being their friend for a long time. It'll be some type of jealousy or some type of something in there. As long as you don't try to be friends with benefits, 
I believe opposites friendship can even work. And I have opposite friendship. Another friend that we have is the friend that's always late. They always say they're going to be there at a certain time or they make plans and they never on time. I'm not going to lie. I have been in that category. I'm the friend that will come late. It's better late than never at all. Sometimes I just be busy. I'm a cap, so I am basically a workaholic. I work my butt off and I will get there when I get there. You, My friends know that, oh, she coming. She just ain't going to be there on time. Another friend that we have is I call the light box. They always have a fascinating story. Are they always lying about they have something and are lying about something else? These are the friends that you don't want to be around you because they always have some type of story to tell. Either they did this or they did that. They got this amount of money, this and that. They're always flossing and fronting. And in reality, they're broke because you always have to pick up the tab and pay for the meal or pay for the movie when the movies were open. You have to always pick up the tab on them. There's the type of friend that acts like the mother out of the group. They always have, oh, I wouldn't do that if I was you. If it was me, you know what? You shouldn't do that. I think I'm going to take you home. They always stand offish. They are the, they kind of like not look down on you. But when you about to do something crazy, they there to get you out of trouble. And not saying that they're bad friends. They are good friends, but sometimes they can be hella annoying. So with that being said, what makes a true friend? A true friend is someone who understands your past, believes in your future, wouldn't try to change you and accepts you just the way you are. They don't take away from you, but give. They give, give, give. They value your uniqueness, your time, and your space. They grow with you. If they hurt you, they feel your pain, and they do their best to try to help you cope and get through. They are sincere and connect with you on all levels. They give you advice and help you with life choices. And they don't candy coat shit, even though you might not like what they say. If you wearing something that's ugly or if your perfume is too loud or you smell anything, it's somebody ordinary or they have a gut feeling about something. They are going to keep it 100 and they're going to tell you whether you like it or not. That's a true friend. And don't get me wrong. Friends do get upset. They have quarrels and disagreements. However, if they're a true friend, they don't be mad long. You guys will not be mad long. Friends tend to talk it out what they've been through. You know, they make up pretty fast and no one on the outside bet not come between a quarrel. Because if they do, it's a problem. And if you're trying to get in between friends, that is a big mistake because friends basically need time to hash things out, talk it out. They don't need that third party coming in between there, especially if they have a bond that's closer than a sister or a brother. Not to say that it's an unhealthy relationship when friends argue, but just to put out there that, you know, friends do argue and they have certain characteristics that they have to have that bond as a sister and a brother. 
And I did research on my own and I had to look up just to see, like, what are these characteristics that I need to be a true friend? What could I do to be a true friend? And I ran across an article in Psychology Today that was written by Dr. Suzette D.W. that states characteristics that is essential to cultivate, to build healthy, lasting friendships. To know that if you're a truly a good friend, you must have the traits of integrity, caring, and congeniality. For the trait of integrity, you must ask yourself if you want to be a true friend, am I trustworthy? Am I honest with others? Am I generally dependable? Am I loyal to help people I care about? Am I easily able to trust others? Being trustworthy is like a make or break deal in any relationship. Any breach of trust in a relationship can compromise everything, including the honesty, the dependability, and the loyalty in the friendship. Honesty requires, as we speak, to be open from your heart, to speak out to your friends. Like I said earlier, you have your a real friend will be a hundred percent real with you. They will be true. And on top of that, a friend will be dependable, meaning that you can count on them through thick and thin. It can be wee hours of the night. Your friend will be there for you. In an early on relationship, you you can find out if your friend is loyal or not. That's how you make your friends first friends. We need to know who won't spill the beans, who won't tell our secrets. You might trust them with something simple. And if they haven't told nobody or if they haven't got back to you, guess what? You have a loyal friend. And being able to trust another person involves you being comfortable and you being vulnerable. If you have difficulty sharing your authentic self with no every anyone, you cannot be real with yourself. So it's doubtful that your friend will be easily willing to trust you with anything. Now let's go to the traits of caring. When you care about someone, you got to ask yourself, can I express empathy for others? Am I able to be non-judgmental? Are you a good listener? Am I supportive of others in their good times? And am I supportive of people in their bad times? If you have empathy, you understand what that person is feeling and you know how to interact and respond with them accordingly. The ability to be non-judgmental reflects our ease in accepting a friend's choice, regardless of how they may feel different from ours. We are still there to support them. And as a good listener, it's skills to have to show that you care and allow your friend to communicate intimate thoughts, feelings, and experiences. This is sharing a gradual process of the give and take that deepens over time. Being supportive of others in their bad times is a defining quality of a good friend, but being supportive of others in their good times also is essential. That saying goes, according to Dr. D.W., everybody loves a winner, but for some of us, it just isn't so. Therefore, if you have trouble celebrating another friend's or person's fortune and experience in envy or even in bitterness, this may be a limit or a depth to having a true friendship. Now, the traits of congeniality. 
You must ask yourself if I am self-confident. Am I usually able to seek humor in life? And am I fun to be around? These trio of traits of congeniality has also been associated with overall well-being and happiness in life. Self-confidence is an appealing characteristic in any friend and may even be contagious. When we are in the company of self-confident individuals, we typically feel our own confidence rise when we are around those type of people. People who are fun to be around are better company than friends who walk around with a dark cloud hanging over their heads. Seeing life in a negative light. People who are that like to have fun enjoy life. They handle challenges in proactive ways and keep negative experiences in perspective and all drama at bay. People who have the ability to see humor in life helps us deal with the curveballs life tosses at us. We often all benefit from friends who are able to keep us from taking life too seriously and help us loosen up and have fun. These are all the traits that it takes to be a true friend. If you have them, you know you're good. And if you don't, then you know it's something that you need to work on. With that being said, here's my truth. We are in the fourth quarter of the year. It has been about 10 months since the government shutdown or the shutdown of the counties where we live in, the state. And I am mentally still stuck in April, day 272, trying to adapt to everything. It seems like a dream to me. I know I'm not alone because this year has been life-changing for everyone. i just been rolling with the punches, trying to stay mentally sane. I believe that everyone needs a friend. I believe that everyone needs a friend that is there through the good and bad, especially now during these times with this virus, police shootings, senseless killings, blatant racism, the protests, the politics. The economy being down, the list goes on and on with the craziness that's going on in this world. Where it seems like that people cannot come together and unite and kill the nonsense to help each other out. Even though you see the signs that we're in this together, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, you look over your shoulder and you notice you're alone. You texting and you calling, you get no response, no reply, and it can be draining for anyone, especially if you and your friend are really close and you guys have had that tight bond. Many times this year, I just needed someone to vent to, a shoulder to cry or lean on that will listen, even someone to cuddle with because that's how bad times has gotten It doesn't have to be sex, but someone to have when you're in need and can't handle it. To laugh with or just to de-stress and take your worries off of life when you're in a presence. I don't know if you ever had that feeling, but it's a refreshing feeling where you can actually like be around someone and the cares of the world just lift off your shoulders. It is for me. I personally consider my friends extended family members, basically angels in disguise 
that walk with me throughout to help me ride the weight of, of life. Someone you can trust before a family. I know people always say, most people say family first, but sometimes family will be the first to let you down, tear you down, stab you in the back, and you can't trust them as far as you can throw them. You can't control whose family can float, blood, whatever, however you want to connect the dots versus friends. Friends, you can handpick them, but family, they just come. And a lot of them you just don't like. The only thing I expect from my friends is to be 100. The trait of integrity is everything. And I know everything else will fall in place. The honesty, loyalty, what we share between each other will stay with us. They will be there when I need them and I will do the same. With all this change this year, throughout all the chaos, the many deaths of family and friends due to COVID-19, I don't think my life would be the same after 2020. I believe I would be stronger. However, when things come back to normal, my social life will not be the same without the ones I love that was here before this crisis hit. It has been a lot of times that I reached out to my friends during this past year, which is not a handful. And it has not been what I expected, especially when they tell you, oh, if you need someone to talk to, I'm here for you. I'm always there for you no matter what. You know, I got you. Then you call and you text them when you have an emergency. And it will be like umpteen hours in the night before they respond to you. Or it could be days later or months later. And I am not complaining, but I want to say that I am so grateful for the friends, the handful of friends that have looked out and checked on me throughout this horrible time. And I did the same to them. Some friends I even got to hook up and hang with during this time. And it was like a great stress reliever to have someone else to talk to with all this madness that's going around and going on. One of the things that I'm really grateful for is because I had a friend that I work with and his mother contracted COVID-19. We all are essential workers and we all work in the same workplace. I saw his mother the same day that I believe she's allegedly got exposed and got sick. We don't work in the same department. We work in the same building and we cross paths amongst one another. So he took his time out from being worried about his mom to call me to make sure I was okay. Because if it was left up to my management and the managers of where I work at being an essential worker, they wouldn't have never gave me that information. And it wasn't just his mom that tested positive for COVID. It was two other workers that tested positive for COVID. By God's grace, I didn't catch COVID-19, but I'm so grateful that I had a friend that was able to warn me. That is a true friend that cares about your health and well-being to give you a heads up on something that can either harm your life or change your life forever. And if that was me, if the shoe was on the other foot, I would do the same for him. And for that, he will always have a spot in my heart. And in friendships, it's always ups and downs. It's not a perfect world. But in terms of 
friendships to have someone who is genuine, someone that's true, dependable, and loyal. I consider them a friend for life. After all, the only friends who really matter in life are the ones who are right there by your side no matter what what the circumstances may be. The ones that are there for the reason are generally the ones that will leave a footprint in your heart because they're heaven sent. But don't get fooled by the fair weather friend or frenemy to be taken for granted in the friendship because it only benefits them. Or are they trying to seek your device? Basically, the frenemy. This year was all a lesson learned. It showed my true friends and their true colors. I know this year, I, a lot of them is not going into 2021 with me. If I left you here and I haven't spoken to you before 12 a.m. January 1st, 2021, that means I am no longer a part of your life. We have nothing else in common, nothing going on because guess what? You're not loyal. That is just my little PSA to them. Just to get back on track, I just want to say all angels are not in heaven and they don't have their wings because they have work to do on earth. And like I said earlier, I consider all my friends angels in disguise. If you're my friend, I believe that you're my angels in disguise because you've been here. You've been my ride or die. You helped me through the worst parts of my life. And this is my truth. To all my listeners, no matter what type of friend you are or you have been, whether it's been for a reason, season, or lifetime, make sure you make a positive mark on that person's heart. With that being said, you can ask yourself, have you been a true friend this year? Have you been here for your friend? Whether it be a yes or no, it still will be good or nice for your friend to hear from you just to check on them, especially if they didn't hear from you in a while. This is Q Girl. Thank you for listening to my Love and Truth podcast. Remember to love like it's no tomorrow. Peace.